We are so glad that you were listening to the Temple of God International podcast. We as a family are praying for you and we believe that this is just the word that you need. God bless you. Hallelujah. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for another day, another time, another time like this. In your presence, there's fullness of joy. We thank you for bringing us together. Your word declares where two or three have gathered together in your name. You are already seated on the throne. We give all praise. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Let's have our seat. We thank God for today. Hallelujah. And God bless everyone here for being here. Amen. Amen. And Reverend talk about the ark. One thing about the ark of God in the Noah's day was the ark was not the comfortable place to be in. But it was the only secure place at that time. Are you here with me? There were animals, too, too. And you know they were eating. They were pooping inside. They were doing everything inside. It was smelling. It was not comfortable. But it was the only secure place. This, in time like this, the only place now that is secure is the church. But the church is not a comfortable place. Amen. Because the word of God is not going to make you comfortable. It's going to change you, transform you from glory to glory. Are you here with me now? Yes. But it's the only secure place now because now the only thing that can take you to your next level is the word. The Bible says he sends forth his word to go and heal. The word of God can encourage you. It can comfort you. It can change you. The word of God is Jesus. In the beginning was the word. When there was nothing was the word. And the word was with God. And the word is God. So the more you hear the word of God, the more you hear Jesus. And the more Jesus can closer to you. Are you here with me now? So this morning, I just want to uh, thank everybody here for being here. Amen and amen. Everyone here. I love everyone here. Love amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Especially Minister Darlene is my best friend. Hallelujah. Let's give it to her. I've been missing her. Amen. I've been watching her on the Facebook. Hallelujah. And anytime I see her, I make a comment. Amen and amen. I've been watching and I'm blessed. Amen. The Bible says, iron sharpen iron. Amen. Everybody needs somebody to sharpen you. If you don't have anybody to encourage you, you can't go to your next level. Everybody needs encouragement. The Bible is at a point in time, even David encouraged himself in the word. Hallelujah. But this morning, I want to talk about God will test your faith. God will test your faith. Are you here with me? God has been testing my faith. And I tell people that I, I love problems more. Sometimes I say, God, why don't you give me a lot of problems? Because the secret is, the secret is, whether you like it or not, the problems will come. So me, I want the problems to come so that I will see whatever will happen. So that when it is coming again, I'll be stubborn. I don't want the problem to be small, small. I want God to give me, the Bible talk about Job chapter 42 verse 2. The Bible says, a man that is born of a woman a few days, but full of troubles. So once you are a man, troubles will come. Some people don't like trouble. They don't like challenges. They don't like problems. But sometimes I say, Father, give me more problems. Because the Bible says the Lord shall prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies. So whether you like it or not, God, you have enemies. And when there is no a problem, there is no promotion. So problem comes to give you a promotion. It comes to give you elevation. It comes to change you, mold you, shape you, transform you. Are you here with me? So that you become like God. Many a times, when you read the book of Psalms, Psalm, is it Psalm 91? The last verse said, said that, uh, I'll be with you in trouble. 
Are you here with me? Can we go there? This, this is just dessert because today I'll be very fast. Are you here with me? Can you give, give me Psalm 91, the last verse? I'm believing Psalm 91. The last, is it verse 12 or so? Is it 16? Let's see. Let's see. Very fast. So, so that somebody will be encouraged here. Many a times when we have a problems with think God will take it from it. No. He will never take you from it. In your working place, in your marriage, in your life, everybody. If you are here, you don't have problem. You don't have a challenges. You are not a human being. Are you here with me? Everybody has problems. So if there is somebody here who is saying, me every day have problems, people are disappointing me, it means you are closer to your breakthrough. To the human sense, you, you may be thinking there is something wrong with me. But to God, the more problems Job goes through, the more he has double breakthrough. Are you waving your right hand here? Let, let me show you. Who is getting the reference? So when you have a problem in your life, your marital, your family, it means you are closer to double portion. That is, the, that is why the Bible says his ways are not our ways. God doesn't think the way we think. When you have, anytime you have a dream, don't think the way you saw the dream is the meaning of the dream. The interpretation are different. It doesn't dream for us to understand. That is why in the Bible, anywhere Joseph, well, they will have a dream. He will say, give me three days. Daniel, so that he will go and consult God. So when you read the Bible, he said that he shall call upon me and I will answer him. And I will be with him in trouble. He did not say I will deliver him. So when you have the trouble, he will be with you in the trouble. Because trouble and challenges come to build us. As a matter of fact, after, after, after school or after you've been through something, you become a different person. You go through trouble, you are no, no more afraid of the exams again because after all, you'll finish it. So he said he'll be with you. And after he'll be with you, then after you, you go through it, then he will deliver you. So if you want God to honor you, you need trouble. You need God to be with you in the trouble. And after God be you in the trouble, then after he will honor you. So before God can honor Job, he has to go through trouble. Hello, wave your hands. Are you here? Let me see your right hand. Who is getting my message? So if you are here, you are asking God to take your problem away, then tell God to give you more. Because he's going to honor you. Throughout the Bible, anywhere God has to bless somebody like Abraham, Esther, David, they went through something. Last week, I, I was preaching something. I say, if you don't go through and walk through and break it, you never get the breakthrough. We don't stay in it. We go through the valley of shadow of death. We go through the fire, the waters. We don't stay there. And the fire is doing something into your body. The fire of God, not the physical fire. The water of God is cleaning you. So we go through the waters. We go through the rivers. We go through the fire. So as a child of God, your mindset must be the mindset of God. It's not, we are in this world, but we are not from here. So here we see God will honor you. But before he will honor you, he said, call unto me. The only thing you have to do as a child of God, you call unto him. When there's a problem in your life, listen to me very well. You call on him. You don't worry you don't speak. You don't complain. Call on him. But all we do is we complain. We talk to people. 
we become sad. But the only thing he's expecting from you is, are you here with me? I love breaking the word of God. I love teaching the word of God. Because when you don't understand, you can never stand. Are you getting me now? Yes. Are you getting my point now? So he said, you just call on to me and I will answer. It's like a phone. You call him, he will answer. Are you here with me? Yes. But here, the answer must be the last because before God will answer you, he will be with you in the trouble. Then the next one, he will deliver you. And the next one, he will honor you. Let's go to, to, to the next verse. Are you here with me? With long life, if you want long life, you have to pray for more troubles. If you want short life. So in the wilderness, those who were complaining, who were not calling on God, they all died. They didn't get a long life. Clap your hands on to Jesus. Are you here with me? So he said, with long life, I will sanctify him and show him my salvation. Then after the salvation, that means he, he has answered you. Hello. That is why it's good to come to you. I heard him, uh, the, man, the man of God, Bishop, saying, you need a word. In times like this, we need a word. Because people are hearing things. We need a word. Because all that the devil is, when I was going to say, Father, give me a word for this. Way. Because all that the devil is fighting in our life is our faith. When you don't have faith, you are dead. All that the devil is fighting in everybody's life is your faith. So the Bible says when they went into the land, 12 people to spy the promised land, when they, they brought evil reports. So they destroyed their faith. So the reason why they couldn't go to the land and the elders, except two people in their generation, is because they believe it. It means God is a liar because the Bible says, I am taking you to a land. Listen to me. A land. That flow with milk and honey. Meanwhile, if you go to Israel right now, the land is not even it's a rocky. But God speaks in parable. God doesn't speak in our terms. Metaphor. Are you here with me? So when they went there, instead for them to look at the land, they said they brought their grapes. The land is good. But when they said, go and spy the land. But when they went there, they went and spied the giants. So instead to bring the report of the land, they brought the report of the giants. Are you here with me? It means what you see affects you. God said, go and spy the land. I want to take you to a land, not a giant. Anytime God wants to bless you, he put your breakthrough in the midst of your enemies. So even though there were people on the wilderness, they were worrying them, the red giant was on the land. That is why he will prepare a table in, in the presence of your If you don't have enemies, forget them, the honor. You need them alive. The reason being, to you, you think they are stronger, but they are weak. So always, God will make sure you have enemies in, even in your working place, in your family, where you live, where you go. You need more. You, you see, if you are here, nobody is talking about you. Go and find enemies. When we cross, I need enemies. <laughs> are you here with me now? You see, I want believers who are stubborn for God that they have come to a point that whatever you say about them, whatever they go through, whatever they see, nothing move them. Hallelujah. If you are like that, you have the spirit of Joshua and Caleb. Though they saw the giants, but they said, for the people, their defense are departed from them and they are bred. How can you say the people are bred? How can you say problem are bred? They have become so mature that 
Even while the people were complaining, they saw the sons of the Anak and the giant in the south. They said, they are bread, they are food. It means that problems are food for us. Clap your hands onto Jesus. Are you, are, are you there? Don't see a problem that this and when will it go? The sickness, the money, the issue. No. It comes to prepare you. Let's read something from the book of James chapter number one, verse number two to four. I'm talking about uh, God will test your faith. Your faith is very important. And what is faith? Faith comes by hearing. Faith does not come by prayer. Faith does not come by reading. When you read, you have knowledge. When you pray, you build your, the Bible says pray in the Holy Ghost. You build up. Are you getting me now? But the Bible says faith comes by hearing. Faith is a spirit. God is a spirit. Man is a spirit. Satan is a spirit. So faith is a personality. He comes. He walks. The only way faith can come to you is not by prayer. It's by hearing. Like as you are hearing me. Faith comes by hearing. And by hearing, the more you hear, the more your faith. That is why if your best friend, your environment, you wake up in the morning, you fill your room with worship. In the washroom, worship. In your car, worship. Your best friend must be worship. In your house, worship. Your, make sure that your best friend, somebody close to you, your partner must be a faith person. So that when you are going down, somebody will lift you up. Are you, are, are you getting me now? Because, listen to me, the only way the devil can get to your life, watch me, it is when you are not speaking faith or walking in faith. Let me give you a revelation here. The only way the devil was able to enter into Job's life, people, people don't know. Job went through this thing. All the problem was nine months, according to the Bible history. But the Bible says the devil has already been there. So when God said, have you seen my servant Job? He said that it's because you bless him and you are put hedge around him. But when God said that this time go to him, by then Job have opened his mouth. The Bible says Job said, what I greatly fear has come upon me. But this time he was afraid that maybe some of his kids, they are spoken against God. So now he was entertaining fear. Watch me here. If you start entertaining fear, you are welcoming the devil. Fear is a spirit. The Bible says, I did not give you fear. But power, love and sound mind. So when God is the devil who brought fear, fear is a spirit. Faith is opposite of fear is faith. So when you wake up in the morning or when you are going through something and there is nothing, you speak the way. You don't speak the circumstances. You don't speak the situation. You don't speak the news. You don't speak like the people in the wilderness that when we saw them, we were like a grasshopper. It means God is useless. Look at the confession. When we saw them, we, we were like, you see, some people, they are master in fabricating their own story. I am nobody. Who am I? Who will love me? Me, I'm useless. You see, this is what some people are speaking. And the more you speak like that, the more faith is going away from you. Even though you don't have anything, nothing, you speak the word of God into your life. That is why David said, surely, goodness and mercy will follow me. That is why David said, the Lord is my light. The moment you say the Lord is my light, light will come. The moment you say the Lord is my strength, strength will come. You will not see it. Because faith, you can't see faith, but it's close to you. Are you here with me now? Yeah. You speak the mind of God. The more you speak the word of God, the closer you are to God, wherever you are. So when they were saying, and when we saw them, we were afraid, they were going far. And God said, whatever they are spoken into my ears, I will do. 
So when, as you are here, anytime you are speaking, that is what God is going to do for you. I am nobody. I mean, I don't have, and that's what you will do. Are you here with me? The more you speak, the more you do. So God said, whatever they have spoken into my ears, I will do. And they all died. Remember, they said, when we saw them, we were like a grasshopper. So they all died in their gra like a grasshopper in the wilderness. That is why some believers, some pastors, somebody can die on time death because of their negative confession. What they said. Because anything you say, somebody will hold it and use it against you. If we speak positive, somebody will hold it. If we speak negative, somebody will hold it. It's a spirit. It's a spiritual realm. Believers are spiritual realm. We speak for the word that I speak. They are spirit and they are life. So the word you speak, life and death are in your tongue. It's not in heaven. I was preaching. I told them there is no success in Belsedin here or London anywhere. Success is in your mouth. Success and failure in your mouth. Somebody can be looking very giant, very strong. Let me give you a scenario here. There was a battle between David and Goliath. And anytime Goliath will kill you, nobody has defeated the guy before, so he will curse you. But not knowing that David has been into the school of Samuel for 10 years. He was a student of history and a prophecy. So he knew. So when David went there, instead for David to take his javelin and things, he took stones, five stones. Because Goliath was having five brothers. According to the Bible. He knew it. So when the guy started cursing him, he also started speaking. So before Goliath will kill you, he will speak words. Words are spirits. He will curse you. So it means that the battles are won by words. As you are listening to me, some of you, you are failing by your words and you are succeeding by your words. Lift up your right hand. Say any negative words are spoken over my life. Speaking over my destiny. Say by the blood of Jesus. From today, I delete them in Jesus' name. Oh, God bless you. Are you getting the message now? Oh, clap. If you want to clap, clap your hands so that, are you here with me? So, our life, who you are and where we are is a result of our ways. You can never break through above what you'll be saying to yourself. Those who said, when we saw them, we cannot die. It is better we go back, they die. But those who said, let us go at once, they went. So, your words determine your life. It doesn't, God, listen to me. Listen to me. God is in charge of our life, but we take control of our certain things. Certain things, Job opened the door by his own mouth. The devil went there, but this time he has spoken. Fear opened the hedge. Fear alone can open the hedge into your life. Some people are sick because of fear. This corona that came, some people died because they were afraid. And some also were confessing, I shall not die. Thousand of four here, ten thousand of four here. I will stand in the blood. In the name of Jesus, my body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. I've been saying it. I can never become sick another day, weak another day. I am a child of God. Every spirit, because God is in charge. Anything that will happen physically had already happened spiritually. So we are spiritual beings. So where's our spirit? Where's are not physical? Faith is, is a, so faith comes to you by hearing. So, for me, I don't like people who talk about people, people who are negative, people who speak, uh, who complain. I like fake people. Because I know the implication of words. I like people who can always motivate me. Tell me you can do it. Tell me you, you, you are handsome, you are beautiful. It is nothing. 
So there are some people here, you are speaking negative about yourself that you, have, you are even becoming old. Meanwhile, you are not old. There is something you need to build. Nobody will do it for you. It's called self-confidence. You build your faith. Are you here with me now? Are you sure you are here? Are you being blessed? Let's check the book of James chapter number, uh, uh, James chapter 1 verse 2. He said, my brethren, count it all joy. Say all joy. Not have joy. Watch me. Not quarter. They say all joy when you fall into diverse temptation. As a child of God, when you are going through challenges, you can't them joy. It's not easy. If you are not mature, you cannot understand it. That is why the Bible says if you have a problem, pray. If you are worried, sing. There's a solution. It did not say when you have a problem, complain. It said pray. When things are rough and you are sad, sink. Because the secret is, when you pray, the prayer can change the situation. And when you sing and you worship God, it takes away, he will, take, he will give you a garment of praise against that spirit of heaviness. Are you getting my point now? Oh, are you blessed this morning? There are keys in the Bible. Sometimes I wake up in the morning and I see there is worry, there is sadness, and I'm in the room. I say, the people are here. <laughs> so sometimes I say, Satan, it is too late. You see, the devil can bring your past, the mistakes, certain things you've done, certain things. I say, I say they are here, guilt. I say, I say, you are the wrong address. You are the wrong address. I am a child of God. And I come against you. Because listen to me. When they come there in the morning, sometimes they wake you early morning. Sometimes around 2 o'clock, sometimes 3 o'clock. And they are in the room. And they are bringing their salary. It's rent. You have to pay. You know, it's this. And they are there. Worried is there. But listen to me. God will never do nothing to them. Because the Bible says, resist the devil. And he will flee. That is why God will try your faith. You speak it. The more you speak it, the more they leave. Are you, are you getting it? So when they went there, when they went there and there was a battle, the Bible said David encouraged himself, not the people. You have to learn how to encourage yourself. You are in the shower. Then you say, I am a child of God. You, you, you are about, you say, I know who I am. I am the head. I am a, you, 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 some of you must learn how to exercise your faith, practice it. You want to learn how to ride a bicycle. It's not a day a car. You practice it. If you don't practice it, the day of the warfare, you will fail. The Bible says if you fail in the days of adversity, your strength is small. Adversity will come. Adversity will come. But the Bible says if you fail in the days of adversity, there are some people, anytime you can see their faith, they are sad. Are you getting me? This is the reason why the Bible says let the weak, you, you, you know you are weak. But the Bible says, let the weak, he's teaching you how to talk. Let the weak say, I'm strong. You are not pretending. Because the moment the weak say you are weak, spirit of weakness will come say, okay, we are ready. We, the, we are in charge of a weak. We weaken your mind and your marriage. And your, are, you, are you getting me now? So let the weak say, I am what? I am strong. Let the poor say, I am what? You know there is nothing, but you say, I'm rich. Say, I'm rich. Say, I'm rich. Look at somebody say, I am rich. Say, I am rich. The way you speak it will determine how it will come. I am rich. Say, I am rich. I am rich. Are you here with me? 
Because before anybody will become a billionaire, he speak it first. Me, I will become a billionaire. Me, I will become great. You speak it. So the more you speak it, the more you see it. You can write it down. The more you speak it, the more you see it. So the more you speak negative, the more you see it. Nobody can ever break through above your words. God can bless you, but if you are a negative person, you can't break through. Even though your child, your daughter is stubborn, but you speak that, I know you will change. Don't say you, you will suffer. No. Say, I know you will change. I know you will become a pastor one day. I know. You know, because let the weak say, I am don't speak whatever your child is doing. There's a story in America. A man of God named Corrod Parcelin. He have got this boy and this boy, everything, even physical P, zero. Everything he will fail. Then one day he called his son. He said that at the end of this semester, if you are able to make it, I'll buy you a bicycle. And at the end of the semester, the guy got 25%. He bought him. He said, the next year, if you are able to get it, I'll buy you a computer. And the guy got 50. At the end of the year graduation, year 11, he was the top student. He changed his language and started to encourage the child. Everybody needs encouragement, even God. The only encouragement he needs from her is praise and worship. So God will never bless you above your words. So the Bible says, count it all joy when you fall into that verse. Count it. Let's go to verse 3. Let's go to the next verse. Let's see. The Bible said, knowing that, verse 3, very sharp, in the name of Jesus. It said, knowing this, when you go through the problem, that the trying of your faith, God does not try us. He tried our faith. God tried Job's faith. The people of Israel tried their faith. God will never, never try you. If you want to learn how to drive a car, they don't try. They try your skills. They'll give you the car before they give you the lands. Are you getting my point now? Yeah. They try your faith. They try your knowledge in school, exams. Because the reason why God is trying our faith is the devil come to you. So God has to try your faith. So sometimes God will let you go through. So they're trying off your faith. It can be marital, it can be business, it can be ministry, it can be anything. Abraham went through. Nehemiah went through. Something went through. God will try your faith. So the Bible says that the trying of your faith worketh. So if when God is trying your faith, it is working for it, something for you. Clap your hands on to Jesus. Whilst he's trying it, the word patient here means maturity. Anybody who doesn't have patience is not mature. Are you, are you here with me now? Are you here with me now? I, I, I love my son. You see, when you don't have patience, you can't stay with him. You see the way he's going, but I'm still preaching. You have to be mature. You need patience. Because they don't know what they are doing. You don't have to be worried. There are some men, they don't have patience. There are some women, they don't. So I'm, I'm, I'm living, I'm married. You are not mature, you are a baby. You have got a woman's body, but inside there is a baby girl. Some people, they are, you can see they are mommy, so, but inside they are babies. Little thing, they give up. So God will try your faith. 
And once he's trying it, it is working for your patient. The word patient here is maturity. Anybody who has patience is mature. When you don't have patience about God, sometimes God is, you are keeping so long. When will God bring the man? When God, anyway, people who complain, the more you complain, the more you remain. The more you complain, the less you obtain. When you complain too much, you are like a child. It's children who complain. Even at your age, you still complain. We walk with God by faith. The reason why Abraham was father of faith, he never complained. The reason why Joseph, God, broke through, through check the Bible, never, never complained. Even Job. Those who complain, God said that your friend, they are speaking negative about me. When you are working with God, you are not the boss. God doesn't work according to how you want it to be. His ways are higher. There are some people here, if God bless you right now, you will go to hell. So he will make sure you will try, you go through. You go to hell. There are some people, if God bless them right now, they won't come to church again. Some people, if God bless them right now, they will become sick. They will be addicted to, you see. So God will make sure he will take you through and change certain things in you. From Egypt to Canaan is living this journey. But God made it 40 years. In order to take away the Egyptian lifestyle, even when Moses was going to bring it, before he came, the assistant pastor had started new international God's Temple Calf Church. <laughs> new international God's Temple Calf Church. So why Pastor Patrick is waiting, Papa Joe has started a different church. Because they were used to the Egyptian gods. So they said everybody should bring their earrings so that they will start a new ministry. And God said, Moses, he said, he said Moses, he said, he said, look down there. Watch me. Look down, look at what they are doing. God saw it. He said, look at what they are doing. God didn't do nothing to them. But when Moses saw it, because he was not mature, the thing that he has fasted for 40 days, supernatural fasting, he broke it. And he has to go back again. So when God wants to take you to the next level, God has to try your faith. And whilst he's trying your faith, your faith also is working patient. Anybody who doesn't understand God can never pay tight. You've been to school. You're educated. But you don't know the spiritual meaning. That's why you don't pay your tight. That is why you can't prosper. Because if somebody tells you education only can let you break through in life, you are a liar. Bishop said, God controls the universe. Are you here with me now? Let's go to the next verse. Let's go to the next verse so that we'll jump to the next. Verse 4. Let's see verse 4. But let patience have a perfect work. So when you are believing God for something and that thing is not coming, allow God to work. He's trying your feet. Let him have his patient work. You know, human beings, when we go through certain things, we want the thing to end. But God will want you to go through. You want the thing to end in your marriage, your life, your everything. But God said, no, I I'm building something in you. I'm trying your faith. So let patience work. That you will be perfect, entirely wanting nothing. So after you go through, you become so mature that nothing can move you again. You don't need nothing because after God finished building you, you become so mature. You see, as I'm preaching here, everybody listening here is according to your faith and your level of understanding. What you've been through. So you relate the preaching according to whether you are responsible, it is different. That way you know you have issues. You have case problem, it's different. But if you are single, you've not, you also have your small understanding. 
But when you start going through, it is different. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Let's check something also from Romans chapter number 8. No, let's go to Job first. Job chapter 23. Let's read verse 10 to verse 12. Job chapter 23, verse 10 to 12. Let's go to there. Are you there with me? We are just breaking it. So God will test our faith. He doesn't test you. So when God tests you, watch me. And this year, you were not able to pass. Next year, he will test it again. You God will have to make sure you pass. There are some people, God will break you out till you stop complaining. Till you stop murmuring. There are some people, they will even stop church and go and stay home huh, because they are angry. Somebody says, till God break them out till they come. By the time they come, they will be at the back. He will bless you. He will honor you. But you have to go through something. What you don't know will destroy you. Let's check Job. Job is talking here. He said, are you there with me? Job chapter 23 verse 10. Job 23 verse 10. 10 to 12. Are you there with me? He said, but he knoweth the way. God knows every way you are going through. For he knoweth the way that I take. He knows it. God knows it. Even if God wants you to go here and you want to go here and you are stubborn, God can use that way where you are going to change you. For because he is able to do anything above. But here will be long. Here will be short. Are you here with me? So he said, but he knowing the way that I take, when I have tried, when he have tried me, I shall come forth as gold. If you want to be like gold, you know, people have gold. Nobody put gold under his head. It is always and here. Before you can, you can, you can, you be, begin shining. God have to try you. And you know gold is tried through fire. The higher you go, the harder it becomes. So everybody will be tried. Financially. Health. Maritally. Education. Ministry, everywhere, your working place. Job is talking here. He was speaking, watch me. He was supposed to speak negative, but he said, but he knew where the way. It means the guy is good. The way that I take. When he have tried me, I said, even though they were accusing him, he was still speaking the right words. Are you here with me now? Let's go to the next verse very fast. Verse number 11. Let's go to the next verse. He said, but my foot have Healed his, but my foot have held his steps, and his way have I kept and not declined. It means, watch me, Job is somebody that when he doesn't even have food, when things are rough, he doesn't speak negative. He still speaks the word of God. Are you here with me? I need somebody here that even though you are going through, you don't even deviate from your road. You speak the actual word of God that I know God will bless me. You know there's no money, so I know God will bless me. I know I will marry I know me, I, I know I will succeed. Every day you are saying it. Me, I know I will come. I know my children will become the best. Though today they are worrying me, but I know God will touch them. Wherever he is, Father, today he is late. Whilst your son is outside coming late, you say, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, minister to him. Holy Spirit, touch him. Holy Spirit, reveal yourself to him. Don't become worried. If you become worried, you become weird. It's a spirit. Whilst he's there, don't allow the devil, while the man is still there, he has not come. He said, Father, wherever my husband is, my fiance is, touch him. Holy Spirit. So even if he's something wrong, he will say, honey. You see, sometimes we think negative. 
Believers, we are experts in negative. But check him. The guy said, even his steps, he's very careful. He was going through. Ten of his kids have died, but he was still speaking the word of God. Are you here with me now? It's not easy. God will try your faith. So when we say, Job, Job, God bless him double. Before you have the double, you try your faith like God. Hallelujah. Clap your hands on to Jesus. Let's go to the last verse. Let's go to the last verse. Let's go to the last verse. And let's go home. Are you here with me? Let's go to verse number 12. Verse 12. Neither have I gone back from the commandment of his lips. There are some people, when there's a problem, to, when there's money, praise the Lord, I have a testimony. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but when things are rough, when there's no money, you can see from their face. You can see their hairstyle. You can see when there's no money, when there's no man, nothing, you can see. If you faint in the days of adversity, your strength is small. The Bible says, when there's a problem and you faint, you give up. Somebody is giving you a headache and you give up, your strength is small. The Bible says, adversity will come. And money, you are not the only person going through. Somebody is going through the same. Even somebody is going through double. One day I met a man of God in Ghana and I was complaining to him. After complaining to him, the man of God started speaking. I took my face towel. I started wiping the shoe. Because what he was telling me and what I was saying, I realized I will go there. So I said, yes, sir. God bless you. Eh? He said, me that even I'm encouraging you. He started encouraging me. And after I encouraged me, he started telling, telling me his story. Then I realized that <laughs> we have problems and we have problems we have problems. Some people have capital problems. Are you getting me? But the level of your problem determines the level of you. Because anytime God brings challenges to us, He breaks us. He changes our mindset. He molds us. He renews us. It's an eye opening. We can't understand God. There are some people here, we are stubborn. You know yourself. Until God takes you through the, the when you can, you become humble. Never pray for God to make you humble. Humility goes, you become humble when you go through. Even in ministry, pastors. Are you here with me now? Are you sure you are here? So neither have I gone back from the commandment of my son. I have esteem, I have esteem, I value the words of his mouth more than my necessary food. That means Job doesn't joke with the word of God. I value the word of God more than my food. So when you bring the Bible, preaching and food, Job will take the word of God. Because the word of God is life. The Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word. It means that the only thing that can let us live is the word of God. Hallelujah. So Job knows the word of God. So if it, it means Job knew something. Watch me. There are some people, they can make a mistake. Watch me here. But they can come out. Because they know something. But there are some people, they can make mistakes, they can't come out again because they don't know nothing. They have not built themselves. As a child of God, you, you need to build yourself. Every day we come here, we hear that you build yourself. I build myself when I have more challenges. When I don't have challenges. Sometimes I speak to myself. The devil brings things through your mind. It's not easy. But you say, I know who I am. I'm coming out. I will succeed. I will break through. My marriage will work. My children will work. I will get a new job. I will buy a new house. 
money is coming to you. Are, you are not seeing the money, but you are speaking. Because watch me. Whatever you are speaking, they are in the atmosphere. There was no light, but God said, let there be light. It means there are more light in the realms of the spirit. There was no fish, but God said, let the fish come. It means there are more fishes. And Jesus said, they should take money from the fish. It means there are more money in the fish. It means that there are certain things you need. You have not seen it, but there are still, there are more men. Don't say, oh, Mary. There are more handsome men. There are more handsome women. There are more blessings in the rest of the spirit. Are you here with me? Clap your hands and say, there are more blessings in the spirit. They are there. And there are also negative demons in the spirit. When you invite them, they will come. Romans 8.28. A common quotation. Let's go to there. The Bible says, for all things work together for good. Romans says, then I will, I'll go to my last verse, then we bring the curtain to the end. Romans 8.28. Everybody have been this. God use everything. Even God can use your baby girl who is stubborn to work for your good. To give you a patient, your son. So that you can pray some prayer you have never prayed even before. So if you are here, your daughter and your son is calm. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? Yes. Yes, I have a brother. He's so stubborn that my mother has to go to church every day. And pray and fast. Say, so you have been fasting for you. So sometimes the Bible says, and we know, not something, so all. Let me see your right hand. Do your hand like this. Say all. The Bible says, for we know that all things, they are as all things. God can use this into work for your good. He can use this in work, everything, the light. He can use the music, the worship, all things work together. They are all working together for good, for good, not for bad. Though. When a believer is going through a problem, he complains. But God is using whatever you are going through for your good. Clap your hands on to Jesus. He's using it for your good. So when we are going through something, we think uh, what is happening in my family, in my work, in my uh, there is the devil. Everything we bind it. So we pray, Father, we bind. God says it's unbindable. You have to. I will. You have to. You call me, and I will answer, and I'll be with you in the trouble, and I will deliver you, and I will honor you, and I will satisfy you with a long life, and I will show you my salvation. It's a process. It's a process. You can't tell me you are in year one, then you jump to year 11. You have to go to year two and know what is in year two. In the rest of the spirit, there is year one, there is year two, there is year three. So Jesus said, unless you are born again, you are a Pharisee, you can never see or you can never enter. There's a difference between seeing and enter. Moses saw, he couldn't enter, but Joshua entered. We can start with some people. They can see, but they can't enter. Are you getting the point now? So the Bible says all things. Do you know sometimes we make wrong choices? And the wrong choices, some people can even make wrong choices in marriages. And later they start blaming God. But God knew that that guy will kill you. And so God wanted the person to go. So it's working for your good. Because when we were making the choice, it was not God's plans. Are you getting my point now? So the Bible says, for all things work together for good. To them that love God 
It means when you are a child of God, that love God, all things, not the unbelievers, all things are working together. That love, and two, to them that are called according to his purpose. If God has purpose for your life, then God will let all things work together for your good. Because wherever he's taking you through, watch me. You see, God was taking them from Egypt. But you hear that there were people on the road. You hear Jebusite. They will jail you and they will break you. You hear the Hittites. The Hittites are on, on the road. They will hit you. you. You hear the Amalekites. You hear names. They were on the road. Why did God put them there? There are some people, they behave like the Amalekites in your life. Say, hmm. There are some people on the road, they are Rubianites. They were, on, they were there, they came and have allegiance with them and said, hey, we know. But when they went to the nest, they're not knowing, mixed multitude. So if God wants to bless me, why don't God tell me? God will make sure you go through wilderness and have wilderness experiences. When you have wilderness experiences, you know how to value people. You know how to value money. You know how to talk. When you are talking, you know, I was talking to somebody. I said that in the Bible, watch me here. In the Bible, we are believers. In the Bible, if you want God to come into your marriage, the woman must know the principle of his role parts. It doesn't matter whether you, you earn more money than the man. But if you want peace and enjoy the man, men love respect and submission. Women also lo want love. So if you don't submit, you eat your money and you don't have love. <laughs> Who knows what I'm talking about? Yes! And if a woman does not receive love, she will die. When you go, let me give you an assignment. Genesis 3.16. The Bible says when God, after God was punishing them, God did not curse Adam and Eve. I heard pastors saying it. You can never curse your kids. He punished them. I heard pastors saying he cursed them. No, 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 no. Are you here? But when he came unto the woman, he said, when you are giving birth, there will be pain. And your desire shall be a man. And he will rule over you. So, women, listen to me. Men, our desire are not women. No. Every woman, your desire is a man. And he has to rule. So, if you don't bring Bible into your life, you'll never enjoy your husband. You talk to him anyhow. Who are you? Who do you think you are? You are breaking it. Because men are born. Even the young boys, they are born. You know that, my friend, who is lying down. If the mother doesn't treat her with there is something God has built in him. He needs to be respected. That's how men are. So sometimes if we say something and Joshua doesn't like it, he'll go off. Because he's a man. But you think he's a stubborn person. That is why when you have a boy in your house, it's different crowd when they want to worry you. Because they are exercising their manhood. I've been there before. So if, if you tell me, me I'm beautiful, me have my masters, I'm a degree, me, no man will do to me, then you eat your own money and your salary. Nobody will love you. Nobody will love you. You eat your body. You cook rice and you eat your body. Rice. Because somebody, you are born to be loved. The Bible says the man should love you. And the Bible says you to with all your beauty submit. Respect. So if you love Satan and them, you don't take nothing. The other men are the same, including your father. 
Praise the Lord. All the men are the same, including your father. So if all the men are the same, then that means your father also is the same. Are you here with me now? You see, sometimes, watch me. When you are going through something, be very careful what you say. I will never marry again. Be very careful. I don't trust me. Don't say that. You never meet any genuine man because you say you, you, you don't trust man. So you have a professor into your life. I don't trust them. They are the same. You never meet any good one. You meet the same one you met. The same. They will come again. Come off land. Because you are speaking negative. Job spoke the right words. Are you here with me now? Are you learning something now? Yes, so you should be very careful what you say. God will try your faith. Check the Bible. Anywhere God lift up, gave anybody promotion. The people of Israel, he t- look at Abraham. He tried his faith before he had the son. Even Jesus. Even Joseph. He would try you for 13 years. Oh, I, I, the guy from parents to a pit. From a pit to a prison. From a prison, that is where he spent 13 years. To the palace, the four piece. God will try you, even though you saw the star and the moon, a prophecy. Some people can receive a prophetic word, but God will try you before the prophecy will be fulfilled. Amen. Are you here? Clap your hands on to you. He will try your faith. It's not easy. So that when, you know, a friend, there was this lady in my church, the cousin bought her iPhone 11. And when he bought the iPhone 11 to the girl, he gave it to his kids. I said, this thing costs too. But because the woman doesn't know the value of the phone, and that thing got spoiled. So when she was going to repair and ask them, they say, hey, this phone, the price? Then later I say, yeah, Papa told me. You see, listen to me. When you don't know the value of something, you abuse it. When you don't know the value of church, fellowship, or church, you abuse it. Are you getting my point now? When you don't know the value of the word of God, worship, a husband. Because today, he doesn't have anything. So you talk to him anyhow. A wife. You abuse it. Say, hmm. I heard somebody say, hmm. It means something is going. Hallelujah. I didn't come here to impress anybody. I came here to impart. I don't impress people. I believe it in impartation. If you don't know your role, you abuse it. Even though he doesn't have, I was talking to a lady now, she's in crying. He said, three years now, my husband had an accident and my husband was not working. And I was the one who was putting money into his pocket. Nobody knew it. I was feeding him to now he had his work back. And I was giving him food. I was respecting him. And we were making love because I knew something. And because of that, the husband is not joking with the wife. But there are some people, when you have a problem, they will leave you. That's the time they will get you. They will even abuse you. Sometimes the devil used us to destroy our own home. And later we start complaining. Because for lack of knowledge, not prayer, not school, not PhD, knowledge, my people perish. Let me give you some wisdom here. There's a difference between educational and home sense. You know people who are highly educated, they lack CS. You know CS, common sense. Because in life, it is reality. You face the reality. 
Sometimes you wake up early in the morning and life is knocking your door. And watch me here. You wake up early morning and you're knocking your door. When you open it, you say, I have come. Watch me here. Life will never give you what you want. He will never give you joy, peace, happiness, good marriage. He will give you what you fight for. So when you knock the door and open it, you have to fight him. Never expect any, anything from anybody. If you expect something from somebody, you'll be disappointed. There are some people where you expect your family, somebody to be there to say, never expect. That is my motto. When they can praise the Lord. Because hey, some people are hurt because they expect their uncle, their friend, somebody to. That is why you are hurt. And that is called stupidity hatred. Because are you, there, there are some hatred is stupidity. Because you expect too much. But from today, never expect anything from anybody. Even, even from your pastor. So that when there is nothing, you can move. You are happy. It means you are, you are mature. You don't depend on anyone. You depend on Yahweh. Hallelujah. Oh, clap your hands unto Jesus. Don't even expect anything from your husband. And because of that, even uh, the Valentine's Day, even my birthday, even Mother's Day, he didn't take me out. And because you are expecting, and his uh, hatred is there. And I won't forgive him. He's not even, meanwhile, even he forgot to. And the thing has become big issue. You don't even expect it. So when he comes, praise the Lord. You move on. Because by then, even that time, the man, what he was going through. Are you getting my point now? Are you sure you are here with me? Are you learning something? Oh, clap your hands on to Let's go to the last verse. Psalm 105. Psalm 105. Let's read Psalm 105. Psalm 105. Verse 17. Then we close. Hallelujah. Because of time, we close. Are you being blessed? Are you sure you are blessed? So God will try your faith. Never speak negative. Don't allow negative people to come into your life, your marriage. Your best friend must not be more than one. Your best friend. If they are more than two, you will never know who took the issue out there. Are you here with me? Friendship is by choice. It's not by force. Am I making sense? When you are making friends, make good friends. People who can impart into your life. There is somebody in the Bible, I respect him. I'm believing when we go to heaven, I want to see him. He's called David. David liked good friends. He liked the children. He, he, he's a poor guy, so he wants to work with a prince. So one day when they were working in the field, there was a prophecy on his life that one day you become a king. Meanwhile, you are not a prince. So if you are not a prince, how can you become a king? And a Jonathan loved him. And he said, you know, David, today this is my... Uh, my clothing, you take it and give me your rod. So spiritual realm, when they did that, the, uh, Jonathan became a shepherd boy and David became the prince. So David will never go to the battlefield for nothing. David said, when he went there to give the food to his bad, bad brothers in the war, he said, what to be given to the person, listen, listen, who will kill this uncircumcised Philistine? Watch my words. He didn't go there to kill Goliath. He went there because of profit. Three times. And they hijacked him. They took him to Saul. 17 years, a young boy. But he was training. 
Sometimes God is building your faith. Sometimes God is training you. When the whole world, everybody was saying he's a small boy, he said that, don't be di discouraging me. When a lion, the guy has tried his feet. He has built himself. Watch me here. David had killed the king of the beast. He's called lion. The second one is bear. He has entered into the animal kingdom and conquered the beast. So the guy was a warrior. So the next person is the only one who controlled the whole world was Goliath. So it's time for him to also conquer man. You can never break through unless you conquer something. So when something is tough and rough is coming to you, you have to conquer it. If you don't conquer it, you can't break through. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh yes, most of the time we want to run away from the man, from the woman, from the situation. No, no, this one I have to, I have to but you have to face it. For me, I'll come there again. If you don't like me, I'll come there. I'll pass there and call you. Hallelujah. I was living in a place they were talking about me some years back. And that time God started blessing me with some new car. So when, you know, in Africa. So when they blessed me, I went there. I opened the car window. I started playing the music. So the people came around. I want them to see God is prepared. Even God has not prepared the table. I'm preparing the table. Because sometimes they will talk ah, to the point that it looks like God will never bless you. Are you, are you getting my point now? Hallelujah. Amen. He will try you. He will try even church. Sometimes it looks like they are not coming. Sometimes it looks like today they came. Don't, don't watch. Don't look at. Just pray. Invite, just preach. He's just trying you. Whether you want more people before you preach. Me, when I come, they are three, I'll preach. <laughs> when I come, they are four, I'll preach. The Bible says we should go and preach. It did not say we should go and look at the people. Amen. Say preach. I don't want to look at the giant. I want to look at the land. Whatever you look longer becomes stronger. Whatever. So when you look at the giant, they look at the giant and they miss God. Saul so look at Goliath and miss God. But David look at the size of Goliath. He said, he's too big for me to miss. While the people are running away, David said, wow, this guy is too big for me to miss. I can kill him like a lion. So David took the stones and Goliath said, Am I a dog that you come to? Goliath was come. You see, whatever you say comes to you. Goliath said, Am I a dog that you come to me with stones and stick? He said, Yes, you are a dog. You are not circumcised. You are a Philistine. You don't have a covenant with God. Are you getting my point now here now? You don't know who you are. Next time, if God opened the door, I will come. I will tell Papa Star to give me one week. We have a program. I will teach who you are. If I finish, eh? Who knowing who you are. Some of us don't know. If somebody live your life, you say, I will die. You don't know who you are. You don't know who you, who, what is in you. Do, do, do you want me to tell you, hey, there's no God in heaven. People don't know. God is not in heaven. The Bible says, greater is he that is in you. He's in you. The Bible says, Christ is in you, hope of glory. He's not in heaven. No. He's, if he's in heaven, the devil will kill you. And if God is in you and you are talking like somebody who is dying, you are talking weaknesses and weak and fear and failure. And when God is in you, if God is for you, who can be against you? So he's not there, he's here. How can we work with him and he's there? 
Now he has come and we have become the temple of God. So he resides in us. Are you getting my revelation here? Oh, clap your hands. Say he's in me. So when he's in you, who can you be afraid of? So David knew the consciousness of God. It's called Christ consciousness. He said, the Lord is my light. Why the Saul have released 2,000 people to kill him? He said, the Lord is my light. And instantly light came. And my salvation. Who shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Who shall I be afraid? Even when my enemy comes upon me, they will stumble. He said, they will stumble and they will fall. He knows the right words. He will try your faith. You wake up, there is no money. But the little food there, you pray on it, you eat. It will become like a different food. Hallelujah. Yes, you miss it. The lady, you miss it. Never complain. Say, I will never complain. Never complain in life. When it is tough and rough, sing praises, pray. Don't go to anybody. Don't, tell, don't let people know what you are going through. They are not God. Everybody you see in this room is going through something. Everybody, even me. Everybody you see is going through something. Everybody you see has a challenge. So don't let the devil tell you you are the only person who has a problem. So that you focus on it. Everybody. Even the man of God, you hear him, you watch him. There's a fire burning in his house in the home. But he's called to preach. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When he finishes, you go back and quench the fire. Because here, the Bible says, when God casts the devil, he says, woe unto the land. For he's the guy is here. Once brother is here, there is no peace. Hallelujah. Are you here? But we... We have advantage. We can bind him. We can cast him out. We can resist him. Are you, are you, are you getting me? Uh, sometimes, early in the morning, Josemiah said he was sick. And when, when he was sick, he said it was paining him. And he said, all of a sudden, God opened his eyes. The more he prayed, the more he saw a monkey sitting on his shoulder. The more he prayed, the monkey would go. The more he saw praying, the more the donkeys. So in the rest of the spirit, the devil will come like a, a, a monkey. Early morning, he's, he's talking to you. You who, who, who do you think you are? You, you die. You, you have come. He's talk, so you, you, you have to tell him, devil, you're a liar. Amen. I know who I am. Yes. I'm a daughter of Zion. Amen. You are talking to the wrong person. Amen. You see, when the devil knows who you are, he will leave you. When you start hearing negative things, thoughts, sadness, sorrow coming to your mind, speak. Don't be quiet. Resist him. Sometimes I say, that will lose me. And my sister says, Papa, what's wrong? I say, the guy, see, I'm talking to him. Amen. I'm sucking. I, say, I want him to go. There's a man of God named called, uh, I've forgotten his name. He's a powerful man. He's a British. And he went to a program, Revival Crusade, and when, when he came back. When he came back, he was sleeping, and he heard somebody at his back on him, sitting on the rocking chair, making noise. And he said, who is there? He said, who is there? He said, I am the, he said who are you? He said, I'm the devil. He said, sorry, I don't have time for you. The devil made the noise, just left. He said, where I've reached, I've, I don't even have time for you. I won't even buy you, stay there. He have grown in the Lord that to the point that he said, oh, just be there because me, I know who I am. But if it were you, you take anointing oil. Devil, 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 go, go. You have to grow. Say, I'll grow. I'll grow. Are you sure you are here? Yes. Pastor, pastor, the dream I had, eh? the way they would talk their face. 
Meanwhile, they have eaten before they came. They didn't even fast, but they are going to tell you, Pastor, have a dream. With all the dream, you couldn't fast. Hallelujah. Let's finish. The Bible says he sent a man before them. Joseph. He's talking about Joseph. He's talking about the people of Israel. He said he sent a man before them, even Joseph, who was sold for a servant. You see, for Joseph, for God to let the dream that he, star, he had, the star and the moon to come to pass, at a point, God had to take him through 13 years of prison. Are you here with me? Are you sure you are here? So, at a point, he had to become a servant. They have to. They sold him. So, when he was given the, a prophecy, he was so much happy. But a time came, God used his own brothers. A man's enemy shall be his own household. If God wants to bless you, he will set you up. It's deep. He will set you up. Sometimes your boss will hit you or you don't get it. Sometimes you know somebody in the working place, it means he's setting you up. And the more you pray and you are binding him, the more God says, hmm, he doesn't know I'm about to take him to a different post. Are you getting my point now? Let me see your right hand. Say, I am blessed. So God took him, they sold him, he became a servant. Let's go to the next verse. Let's go to the next verse. Verse 18. Whose feet they had with fetters, and he was laid in irons. Their brothers didn't know that when they sold him and the, the wife of Potiphar lied against him, they put him into condemned prison and they put chains in this. Watch me here. For 13 good years, there was chain in his hand. It's called fetters and iron. Even in the prison, for raping somebody, false allegation. It's not anything you hear about anybody that you have to believe. The Bible says he who hear one side does not hear other side is a fool. Me, I'm here. Then Mama Darlene will come, come and tell me, Pastor Patrick said this, this. I am somebody who is minding my own business. So Bishop, I'm minding my own business. Then she'll come and tell me something. Instead for me to go and ask Pastor Patrick, No. So me that even I am not part of them that I'm there. He will hear one side and does not hear the other side. I am the fool. Me that they are telling me the issue. Who is, who is getting at the point now? Are you here? So me since then, I don't want to be a fool. The Bible says that they, you see, God is trying. Why, why should God let them put chains? He's breaking certain things in him. If God wants to bless you, He wants to try your faith, you break certain things in Him. It looks like He's not with you. Sometimes these chains will come like in the form of financial sickness, problems, issues, working place. It's like a chain. For years. Let's go to the next verse. Hallelujah. Verse 19. Very fast. Let's go to the next verse. Until. Say until. The time that his word came and the word of God tried him. There is a time that God will take off his eyes from you to the word of God until. So sometimes, watch me, I was talking to a bishop. I said, sometimes you can pray. Uh, God has said it. There's a difference between answer and edit. In the Bible, the Bible says, I heard your cry. In the Bible, it says, and God will answer. Call unto me and I will answer. 
Sometimes he has said it, but he has to try you. Anytime God finds you faithful, he will promote you. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? So until the word of God came and tried him, and by, by here he was matured. Because when the word of God has not tried him, he will wake up early in the morning. He will mm. not go and feed the sheep. He said, Daddy, I had a dream again. I saw the star and the moon. He said, Daddy, he was, you know, Daddy, so he heard it. But here, when the word of God tried him, when the king had a dream, he said, King, I beg you, give me three days. Now he's matured. Give me three days to pray and fast, to interpret the dream for you. So until God, God tried us, even you, even you, even you. They are certain breakthrough, they are certain seat, they are certain opportunity. Until God tried you, never position you there. Because you abuse it. I, I, I know some of you have heard about Snatch. Since Snatch has been in Pastor Chris Church in the choir, he's still in the choir. He has sung in the choir. He has released more songs than everybody. Today when we came, I heard you singing. He's still in the choir. It's, it was a snatch who connected Benny to a pastor. He has still submitted. But, but some people, the moment they sing small, and small pride come, I'm leaving the church. I won't play the drum again. I won't sing again. Small. God has not tried that person, but he's living. Even if you are angry, it is part of the try. Are you getting my point now? He built us before he blesses us. Are you here with me? Let's go to the next one. God will try you. You try your faith. 20. The king sent and lose him, even the ruler of the people, and let him go. Hallelujah. Are you here? You read the Bible like this. By this time, the king has had a dream and they have to interpret it. He was in prison. Watch me here. Eating prison food. No knowing God was trying him, he was preparing him to become the next vice president. So sometimes you think whatever you are going through, people are talking about you, where you are, you are alone, it is over with you. But God is going to use the same person, the same thing to be a blessing. The same nets that they were washing. And Peter said, we toil all night, we do not have any fish. Jesus also used the same net. And the Bible says, and the net was breaking. Are you here? May the Lord give you a breakthrough anointing. Are you, are you getting me here? He will use the same net and the same boat. I want you to believe in you. Because whether your weaknesses, watch me, your strength, the Bible says that you use the weakness to confine the wise. If you don't have weaknesses, if you don't have bad character, God will never use you. I'm ending my message. Don't think you are, you, you are some attitude, so God will ne they'll never use If you don't have any bad attitude, bad character, bad God, God will call you like that. You, you know you have it, and he will change you, and he will use you. Because the Bible says that he takes the wicked things to confine the wise. So God will... Let me see your right and put it on your chest. Say, God will use me, me. Look, look at somebody say, me, me that you don't like. God will use me. <laughs> Are you here with me now? Because if I begin to tell you stories about the men of God in the Bible, like Samson, like Abraham, their weaknesses, and even God still use them. Don't think that you are nobody. Say, I am somebody. And God will use me. And God will bless me. In the name of Jesus. 
Amen. Clap your hands. My time is up. Hallelujah. Are you blessed? Are you sure you are blessed? So God will try your faith. He will try. Yes. Some people don't like challenges. Anytime I see problem, challenge, I say, oh, my breakthrough is closer. That is my mindset. Yeah, miracles are breaking. It's coming. Anytime I, people start talking, I say, yeah, God, let them talk more because you are going to prepare a table because sometimes God wants to take away the bitterness and pain. There are some people, they are so bitter. If you say something little, they're angry. Until God break that one. He will break you. He will build you. And he will bless you. It's a process. So until God find that there is something, your temper something, God have to break it. So when he took the bread, he break it. He built it. He spoke into it. And he blessed them. So before God can distribute you like a bread, he have to break something in you. So before God can even use Abraham or even Jacob, God or even Saul, God have to break something in Saul. Arrogant. Three days, supernatural fasting. There is nothing called dry fasting. The word dry means weak. So believers don't use the word dry fasting. You see, when you, you are not a student of the Bible, you'll be using some words some old people have used they don't know. You make a reset. I'm, I'm doing dry fasting. It's, not, it's called supernatural fasting. When we say dry, it means weak. Go and check the meaning of dry in the Bible. So if you want God to, Father bless me, Father bless me, Father bless God say, hey, God should bless you. I know some people have prayed that the prayer here before. The next day, God says he's a candidate of breaking. <laughs> Hallelujah. He will break something in you. Even Paul, even Jacob. There was a prophecy on him. At a point in time, God had to break something. And God said, what is your name? I'm ending my message. He said, my name is called Jacob. Then he said, angel, assess his name in heaven. One day, assess the name. He said, no, there's nobody in heaven called Jacob. Then he said, the actual name of Jacob means a sharp guy. Four and nine. <laughs> the Nigeria people call, call it 419. And 419 is in the, in the Bible. Uh, Philippians 419, the Lord shall supply all my needs. That is where it's originated from. Are you getting my point now? God said, no, he said that your name is called Israel. You see, when you are blessed, eh, you are blessed. Even though he slept with some of his mate, and they became the tri tribe of Israel. You see, God can take weakness. God can even take Make mistake, but God, the mistake of God is the goodness of God. You, who are you to judge God? He can take something, you think, ah, why should God use a maid and his life with a maid and still they become the threat, right? That is God. Because the guy has passed the trying course. Hallelujah. Are you here with me? So God will try us. It's not anything that is demon, that is curse. He will try you. He has tried me, he's still trying me. Sometimes I see this tried here. Hallelujah. It's not easy. Everybody will leave you. People you've helped. People you loved. That is why watch me. Be very, 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 very careful. Don't put your trust in people, Pastor. If you put your trust in people, they will, they, we love them. We don't trust. If you trust them, you, you'll be hurt. We don't trust. There's nowhere in the Bible, the Bible says we should trust in people. As you love them, the trust will come. But if we trust, the mistake we made, we trust people too much. You have to love them with a limit. Hallelujah. Are you here with me now? 
so that God will take you to a place. I know a lot of pastors who are heads. A pastor came to me. He's an, a bishop older than me. This phantom, I like him so much. He said, Papa Joe, he said, yes. He said, I want to stop my church. I do that. I've done the ministry for 25 years, and the church people are ungrateful. They don't take care of me. They don't do, they don't appreciate me. And he's older than me. So I watch him. Uh, I said, Bishop Clement, say yes, Papa. I said, Bishop, you know why? Jesus prayed for 10 lepers. At least five of them should come and appreciate him. Just one. So if you want to be a leader and you bless people and you expect everybody to be a blessing to you, it's a lie. Only 10%. If Jesus, only 10%, who are you? The man sat down, watched me. Uh, he went home, he made shopping and said, Papa Joe, take this thing. I won't stop again. You have encouraged me. Are you getting my, my point? Don't expect anything from anybody. Sometimes the pastors were discouraged. So me, I come, I do my own thing, I face my thing, I do everything, I close eyes. Because when you expected them, they think they are somebody special. So if they are not there, you can't flow. You can't do it. Are you, are you getting me now? So God is going to try us. He will try us. Let me see your right hand. Say, God will try me. I am ready. In Jesus' name. Say, he will try my faith. In Jesus' name. Lastly, Abraham, put your hand down. I want you to make sacrifice with He was trying his faith. Bring Isaac. He heard it clear. They have suffered about 100 years before he gave birth. So when he was going, he didn't tell the wife. You know, ladies, they would say, Hey, Father Abraham, look out. You know, woman. Hey, he's going to kill my son. Everybody will hear. That is why men, watch me. Sometimes, if the woman is not matured, Watch me. It's, it's not anything that you have to tell her. I say, if she's not what? Mature. Because I hear people saying, and the two shall be one. If the two shall be one, you marry, and the other one is not mature, and everything you tell the other one, the other one will kill you. Hello? Am I making sense? Sometimes to the man, is not mature. I'm, I'm, I'm a balanced preacher. Are you getting my point now? God have to try Abraham's faith before God had the covenant with him. And he moved from Abraham to Abraham. So for God to give you the ham, he have to try you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord anoint you. May the Lord keep you. May his favor rest over you. Thank you for listening to the Temple of God International Podcast. We pray that you have thoroughly received the word and that it will bless and enhance your life in unthinkable ways. We encourage you to not only subscribe to this podcast, but also to our YouTube channel. Be sure to follow us on our social media pages. We strive to encourage you with the word of God. God bless you. Until next time.